and welcome to the 11th episode of Not Just an El Paso Show podcast. We are broadcasting live via Facebook Live. Um, make sure that you follow our podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. Search for Not Just an El Paso Show podcast. Um, we have a lot of really cool things lined up for you this podcast. Um, Mr. Uh, Chris Reda was here talking about Village Vibes. Yeah. Um, and he's going to be talking with us about some other things too as well. Uh, we have the usual suspects. He is here. He is here. Did I say he was here? Yeah. He is here. This is my second still vodka. Here. Still here. Still here. <laughs> <laughs> was here, but still here, too. So we have our usual suspects. Uh, I'm Eileen. And uh, Aldo. It's <laughs> <laughs> like a ch- checks in. Yeah. Aldo. <laughs> and, uh, I, I'm Jesus. I'm here again. You can just plug yourself a little bit. I'm Chris Retha, Penny Farden Design, here for a few more conversations with these fine folks. Uh-huh. Daniel. Eating a chip of ranch. Yep. You fuck Win to, uh, to stop talking <laughs> so I can stuff it in ranch. JB. Woohoo. Producer of the show. And JB's got a whale like shirt. a super cool whale shirt. Yeah. I know. JB and Jesus always rival each other in uh, Theo shirts. <laughs> Whose is more Theo? <laughs> Well, JB's been winning lately, man. Yeah, JB's been like Theoing it absolutely up. <laughs> getting like a new shirt every yeah. day or something, man. He's the it's, Theo on the it's, roof doing the piñata, dude. You know what? What happened is because I was watch I watch a lot of New Girl for whatever reason. And <laughs> wait a minute, and, uh, <laughs> for whatever reason. And um, what's his name? Winston always has a bird shirt, and I like his shirts. I just don't like birds. So I'm like, so your you shirts like- are cool. I want to get something like your shirt, but I don't want it to be a bird shirt. So you like? Why don't you like birds? Yeah, what's what's the deal with? I don't know. I I, I don't mind the the real animal. I just don't want to wear a bird shirt. Mm. So you like yeah. whales? <laughs> whales are cool. This this one just caught my attention because it was like this weird artwork like on a shirt, and I was like, that's that's a weird shirt. Whales, fish. Right? Yeah. yeah, that's kind of your general thing. That's true. The la- the other shirt that I have is a swordfish. Yeah, it does have fish on yeah, it. Yeah, it's yeah. swordfish. The other one though is pineapples. Minor that's plants. also kind of tropical. Yeah, <laughs> somewhat related. I have right? like different plants on my shirts. It's all like palm <laughs> leaves, plants. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, <laughs> whale in Italian, balena. There you go. I thought it was San Diego. Aldo's been doing this thing all weekend. We're going to be like, do you know how to say this in Italian? No, I'll tell you. Do you know how to say this in Italian? I'll tell you. All weekend. What was the other words that, that we said? <laughs> I'll just say a, a word for her. Magratzeda. <laughs> Here, let me give you guys That's some. That's the equivalent of uh, magriada in Spanish. Oh, really? Yeah. That's... <laughs> <laughs> That's what that equivalent is. Um, so how was... So uh, actually we, something really cool happened this week and I didn't get to go because I had this thing that I do 40 hours a week that pays me and I'm able to pay for stuff. So I wasn't able to go. Loser. But the rest of the team and Emily set this up. I don't know if anyone actually thanked Emily for setting this up. Did, did. we? Okay, yep. cool. Because I was like, that's so shitty if we didn't. And then um, we even yeah, when we were walking Thank out, you, Emily. we're like, uh, you kicked ass. <laughs> Thanks for... Everything. Cool. Yeah. Very cool. So Emily set up a cool little uh, podcasting that happened at Sailor Vista Mall on Friday for the grand yeah. opening of Think Geek. Um, so you guys were out there from 10 to 2 yeah. interviewing the district manager, the store manager, cosplay characters, yeah. Um, so what happened this so weekend? The cool thing was the district manager, I didn't know. For every store in the United States. Yeah, for say? every store yeah. in the U.S. So it's not like district, like our district. I'm, I think, I don't know I don't know how, but he's the yeah, he's global his manager. Title, like yeah, he's like the big district guy. District manager, but he's, he's like a head the honcho. nationwide Yeah, manager. he's like the big guy. So he was really cool, and he, he knows a lot about his business. So 
and it was yeah, a lot we, of fun. Yeah, uh, so this Friday, we were at uh, Think Geek at yeah. the Silla Vista Mall here in El Paso. They had their grand sorry, opening of a... What, what is Think Geek? I'm sorry. I, I, uh, yeah, I, I was going to ask yeah. you if you've ever I'm, been to one. So I'm, I'd never been to one either. Uh, they were an online presence to begin with. They started online, and there was like an e-commerce type of thing. All these geeks buying all the geek wear, anything that you want. Video games. There's uh, TV shows. Video games. So, well, th- anything that you want, like as far as their merch. So, yeah. video game merch, uh, TV show merch. So it's not the actual games themselves or the shows themselves, but you can buy like t-shirts, sweaters, yeah, cups. Anything. So I've done. Logs. I mean, I, I'm a graphic designer, so I get a lot of folks asking for logos, and they always use a lot of words to describe themselves, but have a lot of room for subjective interpretation. And I've had a person hit me up a few years back that wanted a logo and. They were struggling between the terms geek and nerd, and each had different... I had a different perception of each, but so did they, and I'm just kind of curious to see what, what is a geek. I think geek is cooler than nerd. I think nerd is you wear a pop- pocket protector and your underwear is tucked inside your shirt. Well, yeah. maybe the 1980s, but... I, I think, so, I think for, in some way, the word geek has become cool now. And it has. It's it's one and the same. Yeah. Nerd Whereas and nerd geek. has been like sort of. I feel like yeah. nerd has been sort of kicked to the side, and it's more derogatory. Like to be yeah. A nerd. I, well, I think it's just still the same because you know there was that time where people were wearing those really thick frame glasses with no lenses in them. You know, they're just yeah. trying to look nerdy, like a, nerdy, nerdy or geeky. Like yeah. geekdom is be, is like a cool thing. Now yeah, and in. one of the guys was we were actually talking to him about that, and he is his official title is Supreme Geek, right? Oh, the store manager? Yeah, the store manager. They, they're not store managers. He is the supreme geek. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Um, um, but it was, a, it was a really cool event. So they had this thing planned from 10 a.m. to 2. They were doing raffles. The guy was asking trivia questions of all the people in line. And they were, contest. they had, yeah, there was a bunch of people in cost in costumes and different cosplays of their favorite things, whatever, like Star Trek, like everything, you name it, like. Obscure yeah. anime stuff to like the more common Star Trek, Star Wars type stuff, and uh, video game characters, and it was cool. I mean, I'd never been to an event like this, but the line was like I've never seen a line like that for a store that sells like Geek nerdy work. memorabilia, like uh, yeah. mugs, you yeah. know. <laughs> That's and crazy. the line snaked all the way down from like that intersection in the mall, like right at the corner. Like I don't, it's hard to describe, but it went several storefronts down. All the way to Dillard's. Dillard's, Yeah, Yeah, from JCPenney to Dillard's. Yeah, and uh, Disneyland line. Yeah, Yeah, it's like it looked like a line to get in, like like a Disneyland ride, and um, it was fun. It was really cool. I'm glad we got to be a part of it. So we set we set up the. Describe the store if someone hasn't been there. It's okay. It's it's, fancy. You know what? So they're owned by GameStop. GameStop. And exactly, that's it. It's actually what they look like. Exactly, Think they GameStop. look like a GameStop. It's yeah. essentially just a GameStop, even down Without to the exact games. way that they have their uh, checkout counters. It's the same exact yep. thing. The only difference is no video games. Yep. They just sell, like I said, it's all kinds of stuff. Like, like uh, they have like a Star Trek Enterprise pizza cutter. That's like the, pretty the, cool. the saucer mm-hmm. of the and ship. The sushi is, set yeah. too. I think that Jesus is the only person that likes Star Trek as much as he does, right? Everyone else is like a Star Wars fan. I've never no. met a Star Trek fan until I met you, to be See, honest. Well, it's, I'm well, a Star Trek fan. I like both. Yeah. So I, I, my dad's a big Star Trek fan. And Good. I can't say I watched <laughs> the series too hard, but all the movies as a kid, yeah. all the various, yeah. I guess, Starfleet casts, they kind of, the movies kind of yep. went hand in hand with whatever was the cast at the time. And so I guess I, I really got into it when it was Patrick Stewart was the captain finally. Oh, the next generation. Oh, yeah, next generation. Yeah, the yeah. next generation. There you go. Joe. Is your dad a nerd? Picard, Captain. No. Uh, I, I got, you know what? 
go. I don't know if I've seen. I guess since we've or established that, is that, he a geek? that nerd is derogatory. <laughs> I'd say geek. So probably says me. You know, he's probably one of the only guys over sixty who's read the entire Harry Potter series. So right. um, he's kind of nerdy. He's kind of nerdy. Oh, that's cool. Certainly a fan. I use them interchangeably. Oh, do you guys remember? Um, Quantum Leap. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Scott was, Bakula. Yeah. Yeah. The guy with the little magic calculator. Do, 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 do. Yep. And off to the next place. Yeah. Yeah. My mom, it was actually a, like a requirement to like Star Trek in my house because my mom <laughs> loved it so much. Dude, like, she awesome. read all the books. She watches all the movies. She watched all the shows. Like, I mean, I'm not kidding you. She's a diehard Star Trek. So even to the point where I... uh, we had a huge argument over <laughs> um, Spock one, one time about whether or not he could father children of course and it's because technically he's he's a uh, he well and see that's what i said but she said that he's a mule because he's um he's not he's also he's like human and um vulcan, vulcan at the same time so because they mixed species it's kind of you kind of have like a calico cat thing going on where he can't father children because he's kind of like a mule i guess well I'm, basically I'm pretty sure that's what she can. says but I argued and said, "Well, that's not necessarily true because you don't know their their genealogy. You don't know how they how they they work. Those types of aliens. No, it's that's science fiction. Yeah, for yeah. sure. They'll find a way. But yeah, just right. want to say something. Calico cats, they're just female. Right. That's what I'm, that's saying. what I'm saying. But that's what I'm saying. They they can't father. They can't have any babies though. Yeah, but for the mules, for yeah. sure. Yeah. But who knows if Spock could have kids? <laughs> well, I'm pretty sure he can. There's a, one of the early episodes in the second season of the original series. They have this. They go through this. Like Vulcans go through the seven years mating. They go through a seven year mating cycle. Yeah, Ponfar. Ponfar. Yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> See, I told and, you. And I had to become. And they ba- and like in this really goofy episode of the original series, Spock basically becomes like. A big like fuck freak. He's just like horny, and it's like oh, yeah. he loses his like yeah. He just becomes like this yeah. horny animal, <laughs> and he has to fight Kirk on the planet, and they fight like to the death, right? Yeah, is that the yeah to the yeah. death, right? Yeah, and then um, so Doctor McCoy does some goofy science thing, and he injects Kirk with something that's like, going to knock him out, and he's going to resemble, he's going to look like he's dead, so he doesn't really kill him, but. He has so, to yeah. go through it twice because then later on in the movies he dies and they send him to that planet to be reborn. Yeah, in uh, yeah, in, in, in uh, well, he dies in uh, in Wrath Star Trek Khan. Two: Wrath of Khan and he comes yeah. back in the third yeah. search for. I really spot. liked that. Like in the newer movies, they kind of flipped it, where it was, yeah, um, it was Kirk, Kirk that died. Yeah, he got stuck and, in that yeah, radioactive man. container. I gave me the chills <laughs> when I saw that scene. That scene like almost killed me, man. I almost cried. Yeah, these new movies. Oh, yeah, man, they're the amazing. Ones. Yeah, they're yeah, man, awesome. they're cool. I don't. I, I. I. think you know a lot of people like to like do that whole big like battle. Like what? What's better, Star Trek or Star Star Wars? And I, I honestly don't really think that they compare that much. No, I, I agree. They're different animals. I agree. Yeah, yeah. I science think, fiction, science fantasy. Yeah, it's that's a really good way of putting it, man. Uh, it, it's really what it is. It's like science fiction versus science fantasy, and I, I just yeah. think. You can't watch episodes of Star Trek and compare them at all to Star Wars because Star Wars is just, first of all, it's just mainly the films, which are fun, but they're just like action, fantasy, science fiction films. And Star Trek goes so much deeper than that. Let me ask you this. so much deeper. Who do you think has a a more grossing franchise? Who's making more money, Star Trek or Star Wars? Star Trek. I mean, Star Wars. I don't know, man. Eileen says Star Wars. I actually don't know. Only only because it got in bed with Disney. Yeah, I was about to say Disney now. Yeah. Yeah, if, I, don't, I, I think before that they were doing rides at Disneyland even before they got involved with Disney like more exclusively, right? Or no? I I don't think. Yeah, they did. They, they did. They yeah, had something. They I had don't that, know, man. That ride at uh, Disneyland in California. 
They had it before they yeah. got bought out. I think it could be a toss-up. I really don't know the numbers. It, to me, it could be a toss-up, if only because Star Wars fandom is so huge that it's, I think it would be, I think it is bigger than Star Trek a little bit, but then again, Star Trek has so much more, they've put out so much more material. They Books, have shows, a lot. movies, it, it dwarfs Star Trek. And the cons too, I mean, they've Star been doing Wars, the Star. con thing. And the con thing is huge for yeah. Star Trek, so just in terms of how much like Star Trek media has gone out into the world, I think is much larger than Star Wars. Yeah. But it's catching up now because Star Wars has all the shows. We have to remember that the creator of Star Trek was from El Paso. That's true, Gene Roddenberry. Yeah. Gene Roddenberry. <laughs> I did not know that. No, that's like, true. I'm a lifelong El Paso and did not really? realize that. Was. Yeah, yeah, dude, for sure. Wow, yeah. that's, that's awesome. Was, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was born here. Yeah. I always yeah. tell my students that, like, you know, you got a couple of famous people from El Paso, F. Murray Abraham, uh, Gene Roddenberry. Ed and, Eddie and Chavo Guerrero. Who's that? Yeah, dude. The, the, rest the Guerrero family. <laughs> dude. Oh, yeah, Guerrero. Okay, yeah, my you bad. You know, d- hey, did you know uh, that the Cormac son... McCarthy. Did you know that the son of uh, the... of the, the, the Eddie Guerrero Sr., his son, the ju- junior, was involved in the choreography for the show Glow on Netflix. Oh, I didn't the know wrestlers. that. Really? Mm-hmm. We saw the first three episodes. We were in San Antonio or whatever. It's pretty yeah, good. Yeah, it's really funny. It's really good. And that, that, yeah, he was involved in the show. It's pretty I think cool. Steve the Pirate is from here, too. Yeah. From Dodgeball. Isn't that guy? So Jessica Alba went to high school here. Yeah. Uh, I don't know his name. Mia Khalifa. He was in the Rogue oh, One movie. <laughs> Mia Khalifa went also to Utah. Mia Khalifa went to Utah for a little bit. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Uh, quite a few Don't like little random things. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's either like porn stars or <laughs> There's uh and then Leon Metz too. He's kind of famous. There's a lot. There's a, there's a lot. What, I mean what, Thomas yeah. Hayden Church went to high school here for a little bit. The, really? The guy who played Sandman in Spider-Man Crazy. 3. What the, about the, the dude blue, the blue beetle? The other guy um, <laughs> um the, the, the famous the basketball guy, yeah. Nolan Richardson. Did he yeah. Yeah. Bas- or just went uh, to school I here? I think he just went to school here. Well, then, and that's true. Yeah. I went to Bowie High School. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, there's quite a, quite yeah, a few. There's a lot, man. Yeah, I mean, they're not like, you know, I guess you could say. Yeah, I don't know like, what qualifies like a mega, like a mega star. Khalid is from here. Oh, no, he's well, not. The like golden from child. From he's not from here. I hate how much shit that Jesus <laughs> talks about Khalid. Honestly. I don't talk shit about him at all. Your location I just try to put out the fire you guys try to start. He's actually, Khalid was actually he's, here right now. Did you he, hear him? Oh you can't put out his fire. He's on fire. Dude, he is <laughs> so <He's> hot. Lit. <laughs> Liddy. He is lit. As soon as you got you to root for the home team, man. You got to the home team. <laughs> he hates the home team. You, you know why more people know about El Paso? Because of that guy, Khalid. You know? Know. Yeah, yeah, right? <laughs> True. And, and Gene and, Roddenberry and, uh, couldn't do it. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> well, see, that's the thing about most most famous people that come out of here. It's they, they, you know, they usually disappear and they go off and they mm-hmm. become yeah. something bigger and greater, which is fantastic. But most of the time, El Paso just becomes a tiny blip on their radar. That's the way it was for Gene Roddenberry. So I have a question though: Would you rather be and called? It's going to be the same for Kelly. A Mars geek Volta? or a nerd? Mars Volta. Would you rather be called a geek or a nerd? Like, do you, and do you feel like either of those like terms is derogatory? Nerd. Like, you're such a geek, gross. Like, yeah. is that I derogatory? Like word, I actually like the word nerd. Yeah. I don't mind either. Yeah. Same. I mean, I think for for us growing up, I mean, being a Seuss used to trade comic books all the time. Like, I would buy them and I'd be like, oh, yeah, read this, read this. So comic books has always been a discussion for us. And now that as we get older, it's all about, like, movies and TV shows. It's like, dude, I never thought I'd see the day that the fucking Inhumans would have their own fucking TV show, you know? <laughs> it's crazy, man. But, yeah, I mean, it'd be that bad. No, it'd be that good. Did you watch it? Is it's it terrible? I have well, no, I know what you mean. I yeah. haven't seen, but you know, this is good time for us. Right. And that's is. why we have stores like Think Geek and stuff like that. 
Yeah. So for Eileen to say, you know, like it's kind of like a false dichotomy. Like, you know, is it is it nerd or is it geek? You know, call me what you want, dude. But like the <laughs> well, way see, the way that I see it, if you were if you were walking around school with like you know dyed black hair like over your face and you were like emo, <laughs> that in, in your own right that makes you look kind of like a nerd. You know, that makes you like an outcast. <laughs> so. You know? I guess I, I kind of think I'm a nerd in a way, where especially with design, design work, because there's I'm the guy who will read things and learn things that are just above and beyond the Call of Duty when it comes to anyone anyone interested in anything. Like for example, I think Star Trek could be geeks, but if you learn Cleon, whether what's, what's Klingon? Yeah, Klingon, Klingon, that's a nerd. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, that's above and beyond the Call of Duty. I think. <laughs> I get you mean. If you drink yeah, Romulan like ale, what's necessary. Yeah, or, or or if if you're going deep into some fan fiction websites, you're a nerd because that's just like extra layers to stuff. Yeah. Instead of saying because, goodbye, you say live well and prosper. Yeah, exactly right. Do one I, of these guys. I see, like, I can't even, if you can do that. That's almost like see, I can't. That's nerd. Yeah, it's, that's some people see, can't do that. My mom can't do it. She can't do it. I can't, 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 can't get these. That's yeah. Mine. This means fuck you. Mine are always, I can't get it. That's crazy <laughs> to me. <laughs> yeah, I think like uh, my mom cannot do it. I think like so being sitting at a table full of nerds. Got it. Cool. <laughs> I think you like you've uh, already self-identified. Awesome. Yeah. You could be a nerd. You could be a nerd because like you're like, oh hey, like check out this new calculator I got. It could do you know it could solve derivatives. It's a Casio man. Yeah, and you're like, whoa. See, that's nerdy. But the game. On those TI eighty three calculators, yeah. Because I, I think geeky, you're just like you're just like into nerd culture, you know. And yeah. but nerd, I, that's a good yeah nerdy. I think because if you're like nerdy, that, that yeah. means that you like like on your spare time, like in your own, like in your living you're room home or, and write slash fiction. Yeah, or like you're building like robotics, you know, like shit well, that we consider. Well, and music I mean, too, because you mentioned you're in a band. Yeah, so I feel like a, being about music and then being able to play music, I kind of not that music being able to play music makes you a nerd, but it's an extra layer of. Yeah, it's like being dedication. Really, you got to put like, towards learning something. It's yeah. like technical, like yeah. the technicality of like you know, like understanding like calculus or anything like that. Yeah, like, you're that, right. that makes you I like pretty the, nerdy. I think like maybe the geek just defines like fandom, but nerd is like that extra level of yeah. like education. Yeah, you learned oh, about. Okay, it. so now we're aware it. of it. That's good. Yeah, like no, that. that's a good. I like, I like that. that. Yeah, because because like I said, geekdom is now mainstream, man. Like, yeah. Who like we just discussed how who here is into the Game of Thrones stuff and like. I mean that's such a huge. It's a freaking fantasy series. Yeah, and it, it, that's like five, six books in or four books deep already. Like, yeah, but people love that. People, people lap that shit up. I think if if I watch a movie and you tell me how the book was better, you're a nerd. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've read all five books. The book is always better. <laughs> well, and I think for like as far as like the Game of Thrones thing, it it's because he hasn't even finished the books. Like, what do you say at that point? Like. It's all just now. It's all just a show, right? Yeah, because he hasn't even finished any no, of the books. I think the shows totally eclipse the books at this point. Yeah, and I will say that he hasn't finished the books because the fan theories are always correct. Yeah, these people are like nerds, or you know, so geeking out into this and fantasy world that they can nail it. And then George R. R. Martin's like, "Oh shit, what am I going to do now?" And that's that's <laughs> that's it right there. You said it, geek out. Yeah. So that that became a phrase, right? I geek out on things. So it so. I think you guys are right in defining nerd separate from that because a nerd is that extra extra step, yeah, extra like level. I like that. I think that's that's a good way separated. to define it. Yeah. yeah. When we were in high school, uh, Jesus's dad would always be like, "What are you guys gonna do tonight?" And we'd be like, "Oh, we're gonna like uh, play video games or whatever." He'd be like, "Bunch of nerds." <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna play video games. We're gonna have a sleepover. Yeah. He'd be like, "Oh, I'm gonna so fired up yeah, about that shit." Yeah. He'd be like, "What are you? What are you nerds gonna do tonight?" You know. We were like in Slam college. Pussy. 
<laughs> so, yeah. so one thing I think that I noticed, at least from my outside observations, observations for around folks who I, I guess, would view as geeks, you know, more about fandom necessarily, uh, the extra layer of learning extra more about whatever you're interested in. But I also feel like nowadays geeks almost like look at each other street cred, like geek street cred. Because I, so I, I go to those yeah. geeks who drink things from time to time. Oh, yeah. And there's a range of that stuff where, I mean, it goes beyond common knowledge, I believe. Because yes. I feel like I'm one of those guys who knows a little bit about a lot. And there's some stuff where it's like they, we had, they had, a, they had a, a Adam West day because he had just passed away yeah. at the time. It was like a day, day or two afterwards of the announcing of his passing. So... So they went real heavy with the question. So it's one of those things where it almost seems like it was like geek, like dick measuring or something. <laughs> so like, I think so, man. Yeah, like I think. If and you I hate really... to put it that way because they're all smart guys. They're all. I mean, I'm not knocking anyone's extra layer of interest in anything they're into, but it's one of those things that I feel like sometimes, like the same way people yeah. kind of measure each other with other areas of interest. It's like geeks, especially now, especially that's more mainstream. It just seems love, like... I'll tell you this, fucking geeks love fucking correcting each other. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, absolutely. absolutely man, if you like, would watch all... <laughs> yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Well, actually, Which I think all men do, and it's called mansplaining. <laughs> but... That's another topic. Well, I think like... Uh, There's some pretty geeky chicks out there. Wrong. Yeah. And right. I'll tell you why. <laughs> yeah. uh, so Eileen is wrong on that. And JB, yeah, can I you think, care to I explain? think Eileen's wrong. So yeah, let's just go ahead and talk over her now. We're going to explain why you're wrong. We're trying to share a microphone right now. And it's just... And I feel like now I can talk, but she still wants to say something. So I'll just scoot uh, it. F- fuck everyone. That's all I wanted to say. No, that's not true. But yeah, I think like I was about to say something about like... Oh yeah, well, we went to Think Geek yesterday. I mean, you guys went to the store. Home. I've walked it's around. Okay, right? No, but it's, it's I'm not. not like, I'm not gonna. I love it. I think yeah. it's great. And the bus that they had were really cool. Some of the things that I was like, wow, that's really gonna put uh, Asylum Comics. Like, oh, they actually, their buses are really. Cool. Their buses are really, really cool. cool. Did you see all the Scotty Young figures? Yes, yeah, I love those. Home. I love those. Yeah. But I was gonna say, uh, like for me, I, I just told her I was like, well, you know, like why don't they have comic books here? But then I was like, oh I, well, dude, I asked the same no, thing. They because then they have to deal with Diamond Distribution, yeah, and that that turns them into a comic ass. store. So I think for them, their bottom line, you know, sell the memorabilia. Yeah. And then I'm like, you know, I wonder. I mean, obviously, if you buy that shit, obviously you're a fan. I mean, I'm not going to go in there and buy some like Game of Thrones backpack when I have only seen episode one. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. But I'm just like, did you walk out? Did you walk out with anything? No, but really? I'm just. I looked around and I'm just like, you know what? Like, it's cool, man. Like, it's a. Eileen was saying, it's a safe. It's a safe space. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it's a safe space. I've been drinking three beers. It's my safe space. I'm supposed to sleep. Space in the just like pass out. No, but it's a safe space. On the mic, you know, I feel good for like you know, thirteen year olds, fourteen year old. You know, when we were kids, you know, you kind of feel cool like walking in a hot topic and maybe buying something that was like you know, like oh my parents are gonna hate this. Yeah, like the thick frame glasses without the lenses. That's what I did. And now if you know you go into hot topic, it's like I fucking get like hives when I walk in there. I feel so embarrassed. I feel like I don't belong. Wait, hold on. Somehow the microphone went out. <laughs> you I just turned it, it off there on accident. No, like I was telling Aldo yesterday, I feel like Think Geek is like a safe space for kids that are, because I mean, you guys are old enough, you guys are older nerds now where you can be yourselves and it's cool and you don't get picked on or judged on that stuff. I never got so kids that, all. really? No. Dude, I got I mean, picked I on. I don't think I wasn't even a nerd and I, I still yeah, got picked on. but you're a good looking People fella. Talk, <laughs> like, <laughs> No, we've always been good looking, dog. We we knew no. we knew which I, girls wanted to be I, look, us maybe, and which men wanted to be guess, like us. So I know exactly. I guess to speak on your point though, I do think that I've met geeks who I think are better at navigating social situations yeah. than, than others. others. Yeah. True. Yeah, others sure. that truly have 
their areas of interest, but but they're so focused on what they're really into that when it comes to just hanging out with other folks and maybe even not so much that they're hanging out, but even expressing some of their own ideas mm-hmm. about certain things, it just seems like it's hard for them to connect. Yeah, you know. And I guess where I, and I and I guess that's one thing that I guess if I had to say an observation of mine has been some of that. There's folks who can, and I think. You have you have more hip geeks than others. Yeah. Others that are really geeky, but that's like you know. So of course, when they're hanging out with, I guess, birds of a feather flock together sometimes. Yeah. So when it comes to geeks of a certain type, they tend to stick together, and others I think can navigate situations a little bit more fluidly than others. Yeah. I was gonna say about like getting make, made fun of uh, about like your yeah. geekdom. I'll be honest. In throughout high school, I don't think it was that at all. Like, I don't think we that's were, something that. Kids often realistically get made fun check, of for check this social out. being socially awkward. Yes, yes, that for sure will get you made fun of. But being like a like a nerd or a fan of a of a thing, I think, is not something people generally really? teased about. about well, check it out. Like I, in college, I like uh, that was the first time I ever got like made fun of. We had to do like speech class <laughs> or whatever. College, yeah, dude, in college, and that's what? when you figure that Who people the hell would be adults. You in college? No, check it out. We were doing a presentation on like you know something, and I was like, well, I would do comic books. So I got that very well. And then this one UTEP athlete, she started laughing because like, she was a girl. yeah, she was a girl because <laughs> she was like, she was like thrown off that I had comics in boards and bags. She was like, he's even got the little plastic. What is she? What is she? Stupid? They're gonna bend. <laughs> well, it was just like I think everybody was a, was was on your boat because they were like You're jokes on her. She doesn't know what she's idiot. talking about. Well, it was just kind of like like how can you be like eighteen or nineteen years old and give this guy shit when he's in front of everybody? And then even the even the professor had to like. Be like, whoa, guys, like, we don't do that during the presentation. Like, you don't fucking laugh at somebody, you know, because you're like presenting like whatever it is that you're Dude, supposed to be you presenting. And then you should have told that girl though, what no? for. Dude, I should have shit all over you her. should have I mean, shit I all over her. Fuck that girl. I could have. Yeah. And was, not even because it's a nerdy thing, but just because it's a shitty thing to do to somebody in a class when you're presenting yeah, something. Yeah, dude, I'd never have my students do yeah, that. Yeah, who the hell would ever do that? Because I remember the topic now. It says that comic books are no longer for children. Because in uh-huh. the '60s they were, and now now they're not. And I showed him examples uh, from you know the '80s on, even yeah. the '70s on. You know, when shit got like kind of more serious, more serious. Hey, dude, you could even argue that they were never intended for children. Oh, and there's, not. Yeah, there's some comic books out yeah, there that are real heavy oh, yeah. subject matter where I wouldn't give that to a kid. It, that's only for adults. And some, you Dead know? Watchmen. Yeah. I mean, but even back into like the golden age before superheroes were a thing. I mean, like Mar- Marvel had a uh, before when Hugh Hefner was starting out Playboy. He prop- he was going around looking for publications to like partner with and stuff. And uh, Marvel was one of them, and really? of course Stan Lee was like, no. But I mean, a lot of the artists used to they used to draw nudie pics and stuff for Marvel. Like before Marvel was even Marvel, they used to publish. Uh, they they had these like super like misogynistic like magazine titles that they would put out. They were like men's day, like men's monthly kind of things, and they had all these kinds of stuff there. So they, from a very early standpoint in the comics industry, they advertised comics for children, like the little tabloids things for kids. But they also put out stuff that was aimed at adults. Really, and sometimes there was nudity involved, and there was a lot of adult subject matter. They were like men, like stag. There was this one magazine called like Stag Magazine or something. Uh, You know, it's all coming back to me now too. the The girl's name, her name was Asia. Asia. (laughs) That was her real name. That was her real name, dude. You could have just made fun of her for her name. Yeah, dude. I mean, I don't know what's up. Yeah. So, I mean, anyway. Just to speak to Chris's point, though, I feel like. (laughs) 
Again? Again, I'm sorry, I'm lifting it out. I think that Chris is actually really on point with that. Like you can you're made fun of because of what we we're talking about, like nerd versus geek. So if you're a nerd, you have an extra layer of you went the extra mile to learn the Klingon and all that kind of stuff makes you, I feel like, more detached from people that aren't like you. So and, that's and, what you're made fun and of. And I get the biggest thing is like, look, if I learn Klingon, uh, how much time does that take just to learn it? So think about how exactly. much detached I have to be just to learn something, something like, like that. that. Yeah. And then the small group of people that actually know that yeah. that took the well, time they to took say it that from too. like uh Eskimo languages, right? Like, yeah. like, so I mean, you could essentially you'd have to learn like a Native American language, and then move into like learning Klingon. But I think that because I was watching the live feed when you guys were doing the interviews, and I think that Think Geek is like a place where those people yeah. can go to um, talk to people other. that work there and that know that kind of stuff and like can meet each yeah. other. Yeah, and ultimately that's what I think is so cool about a store like that is that it attracts all these people that are just into these kinds of things and they're not embarrassed about anything. They just love what they're into, man, and they can and they, go there and without they can any... go there and they hang out and they can buy cool stuff. That yeah. was you know really what? cool I, too. I, I saw yeah. you know a lot of these people that were dressed up, a lot of people that were walking in the mall and they were like checking things out and I didn't feel like they were making fun of them or anything. You know, a lot of people wanted no, I mean, to take well, pictures with them yeah. and stuff yeah, like that. Like, anymore. Which was really cool too because these people get to feel good about yeah. like what they dressed up as because other people want to take pictures. And a lot them. of them made their own costumes. Yeah. Too, like. mm-hmm. So one thing I wanted to touch on a bit too is as a graphic designer who I do a lot of work for a lot of different folks with different interests. I mean, as much as I've made some comments on what is geek and what is nerd tonight, as far as professionally goes, a lot of a big part of my process is empathy you know Mm -hmm. a lot of when people bring their own ideas and their own ways of wanting to capture a vision it's something that i it's important professionally to certainly take account of and and, and listen to so i can make sure that i design something that really does represent them the way they want to put themselves out there so i've done logos for folks like i i did a logo for a lady out in in Canantia who has a piercing shop her name is polly oh yeah polly Polly. yeah 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 so that was a cool logo, dude. Oh, thank that you. That was really cool. So, so her husband came into my office like a, a, a few weeks back. Well, obviously longer than that now because she's had it for a while. But anyway, came in one day and was, him and I have been friends for a little while, her, her husband, Tony. And he's like, hey, man, um, my wife and I are starting a shop and I really like your work and it'd be great if you could put something together for us. So he came in and kind of gave me the run of the gamut as far as what they wanted. And it was like, look, first and foremost, it's my wife's shop. So I wanted to make sure it captures her vision. And what she's really into is kawaii-style animation. Yeah. So it's a... Kawaii-style, kawaii. yeah. So like your Hello Kitty, your Pokemon, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. That's exactly... That's that ballpark of, of Japanese animation. But here's the thing. He's like, she really thinks donuts would be cool because she kind of views a donut as like the O in her name, Poli. Yeah. So <laughs> so, but here's, so there's the other layer, too, is, well, okay, fair enough. I can draw a donut, make anything in logo, but it also can't look like a bakery either. So after a few sketches... Sketches, which I actually have in this notebook, coincidentally. I actually have her oh, Instagram, yeah. too, right here. If so I can you bring pull up her Instagram, her fucking... I will show you guys the hand drawing that turned into her No, logo. it was a super cool logo. I think I saw it when I was looking <laughs> over your stuff. Oh, yeah. There we go. Yeah. Cool. So it always starts on paper, guys. That's super cool. <laughs> yeah, the donut. Yeah. I so love her cool. logo. I think the kawaii is like so... Like, so, it is totally that So vibe. I, went, I went through it, and I kind of looked at her Instagram bunch, check out her tattoos, and she had, like, a, a, a milk carton, a sushi piece with eyes and dolled-up eyes and whatnot. And what I'm getting at is, I guess, to speak is, look, without what I do is there's no reason why I would have gone down Japanese kawaii-style animation road if I hadn't met Tony and, her, and, and, and his wife, yeah. Polly, or yeah. another guy who I just, I just designed a, a T-shirt design for a girl um, she wanted me to sign. She wanted me to show off a. Uh, let me see. Oh, I can't really tell, huh? 
Um, yeah. I drew a Japanese, uh, a Lebanese pop star, Feru. She's like the Celine Dion of the, of the Lebanese world. And so, well, there you go. Hey, you can even show them. Yeah. And the quick zoom in of the sketches. So that is so, so yeah. cool. I didn't know people still because I mean you had an oh, iPad yeah. Pro and stuff, so I thought oh. you were just doing all your sketches so, on there. A lot. No, that I means to, to be honest. Of, yeah. Very Speaking cool. Of, we had. Jesus drawing on your iPad Pro earlier. Oh, we have, we have, a, we have a rendition I, of... I, too, am a uh, designer. <laughs> of Aldo. He's got a very cool pencil, literally. <laughs> we have a rendition. Which is <laughs> very cool pencil. So, yeah, now there's a guy who, who... He actually owns very cool design. It's what That's his cool. business is called. That's a great and name. <laughs> I, ordered some, I ordered a font from him because I'm using it for an upcoming patch, and he sent me, like, a care package as, like, purchasing stuff. And so he hand-painted my name, Christopher, onto the package. Sends it to me. Sends me a, a pack of very cool pencils from very cool design, and it comes with instructions. Your design's not very cool unless it's very cool, and if it's very cool, then it's not. Very <laughs> 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 anyway, he kind of went on a play on words like that. But anyway, um, yeah, it starts on paper, guys, and Put up the sketch yeah, Aldo. let's see all those. Uh, I gotta say that this looks nothing Marvel like me. Puzzle quest. <laughs> And I find it, you know, when you did it, yeah. I, you know, I wasn't. No, happy. that looks so exactly am, like uh, you. There you go, guys. I have decided. That's as what happens of today, when you use thousand dollar tools. To yeah. <laughs> as of today, I am also a graphic designer. If you guys want this on a T-shirt, and as of today, I am no longer your best friend. <laughs> we should make that into, into a T-shirt. My, the hair is my favorite part. <laughs> well, I told Eileen I wanted to cut it. Yeah, it's gotten long, man. Yeah, I, I think I should. Cut, I think I should cut it. I also, I, didn't, I also didn't bother to draw your right arm. It's longer than <laughs> it's longer than Eileen. That's why she loves it, dude. She loves to, like braid it in my sleep and shit, dude. It's in there. Just where is it? Last though? night I was literally braiding his hair in his sleep, and one time I curled <laughs> it. I was like, "Can I curl your hair?" And he literally let me curl his hair. It looks so beautiful. And then he got in the shower like a fucking asshole. Does he? Does he use the the cool tools? He did. Cool tools. Oh, yeah, he did. <laughs> cool tools. What's that? The flat straightener. Iron. Oh, whatever. <laughs> Ah, that's why your hair looks so nice. It's Bro. soft. Yeah. The other day for before work, I was like, are you sure you don't want to straighten your hair? It's just a little crazy right here. He was like, no, get away from me. And I like chase around with a straightener. Like, I really want to straighten your hair. <laughs> it's pretty straight already, isn't it? Like, it's always Yeah, that's how it always straight. is. Just kill me, dude. Oh, the just ends. Living, um, living with somebody it's got now. The splits. Just, <laughs> Jesus, just do me a favor. Like, when this podcast is over, you just... Oh, I'm, I'm whispering into the mic. <laughs> you are. Everyone can hear you. <laughs> Sorry. Can you, were you going to say, can you kill me? Or? Please kill me. Just please. Just please. Okay, so we're going to take a little break, and then we'll move into our sediment, second segment, or you want to roll right into it? Let's just roll right into it now. Okay, let's do the movie. I want to do the movie. Okay, movie. Movie. Are you leaving, Daniel? Yeah, I got to go. Okay. <sighs> Daniel's leaving because he has a... What is it? That, a, what is it that you do? I think it's a job. job. It's a real job. I work for Home Depot, and I stay there all night and party. Party on? Do you really? Oh, like in that one movie. In which aisle? In which aisle? The paint uh, aisle. Paint department. Paint department. Hey, yeah. it's a good aisle. Yes. Yeah, he works in the plumbing department. He's gonna clean. I your got pipes. the keys Ooh, to the. Spray that sounds paint. gross. <laughs> He's gonna clean your pipes. <laughs> okay, so we're gonna talk about we're gonna talk about a movie. The invitation. You t- I can only hear myself in one now. I know. I'm I'm fixing you. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> it's all Thank you. I can't hear myself. Live. No, no. There we go. Yeah. Okay. So we watched a movie this week. So Jesus always picks our movies. Say bye to Daniel yeah. Lifefeed. Bye, Daniel on the Lifefeed. Bye, Daniel. Feed. See you later. Later, bitch. Alligator. 
Later, alligator. Next time we'll draw Daniel and his bye, bitch. indigenous shirt. Yeah, bye, bitch. <laughs> bye, bitch. Okay, so we watched a movie um, called The Invitation. And so this movie on, I will just pull up the IMDb, I guess. It was, at first I thought it was the most Caucasian movie I had ever seen. Right. Okay. It was so fucking white. Um, (laughs) Two Asians. And I didn't understand. Okay. So while attending a dinner party at his former home, a man thinks his ex-wife and her new husband have sinister intentions for their guests. So it also had a lot. I thought it was the most Caucasian movie ever because one, you ain't ever going to see an African-American or a Hispanic person at your ex-wife's Old, your old home where your ex-wife lives with her new husband. Right. Um, to have dinner with your old friends. Yeah. That was fucking weird. Like, I'm all for it co-parenting, but there was not a kid involved at all. Yeah. So. And yeah. It was. And there, there was yeah, also. The, the premise is a little weird. There wasn't a kid makes, involved for like, a reason. Yeah, though. but it makes sense, I guess, when you sort of think about, like, the history that he has go? with the girl. Why go? I don't know. Why well, go okay, to the think house? Think about it this way. Uh, I just went to my daughter's birthday party last night. No, I know. But with my <laughs> ex-girlfriend who's now having a baby with her new boyfriend. That is so 2017 and I applaud you. I applaud yeah, it. They were but really good friends. Like, yeah, like, it, that's cool. what I feel like. I feel no, like, but the I, kid's I dead. It. The kid they, is dead. Oh, Babe, the kid we're is saying dead. saying that they're good friends. Right off the bat. They weren't good friends because <laughs> she left for two years to Mexico and he's pissed <laughs> off at her. Yeah, but I don't think he's pissed off. I think I think he, he left. I don't care. I'm going to give it. This has spoilers. This, this has spoilers, and I yeah. don't care because the kid's dead. Yeah. Have you ever watched the movie? It's called The Invitation. Holy shit. I thought we were talking about JB. Has no. Oh, no. <laughs> I was like, there, I was like, you guys are really face. talking about very serious shit very casually. I'm not going to lie because he was talking about how I went to my daughter's my, my, my daughter's birthday yesterday. He's like, that's so 2017. He's like, but the kid is dead. So it's like, you know, just, it's true. Get, get over oh it. Oh, my God. It was just, and, and, well, I'm sorry. Like my well, first time here, guys, and I'm not, I'm not up to snuff on everyone's <laughs> personal situations. So no, Roslyn is alive I was confused well. there. I was like, my goodness, like you are very Just cavalier with the way you're talking about his it's dead, dead now the daughter. Dead like, is no, she's very much alive. And <laughs> so no, funny. but in the movie, well, I'm essentially. Happy, I'm happy. So I'm going to tell Chris, essentially, what, since he didn't see it. So the movie is about uh, a man who is divorced from his ex-wife. Okay. He's going to a dinner party at his old home that he lived in with his ex-wife to meet all of their old friends and meet her like new reu- husband. It's like a reunion, yeah. right? They're having like this big reunion yes. and they were like gone in Mexico or something. Was for it two yeah. years, for she two didn't years talk to anybody. Yeah. And so yeah. they go back there and he's like, like how are you? Like, he's got a girlfriend So the reason that their kid, this too. has spoilers. If you watch it, I mean, fuck it. Their kid died at a birthday party. So fuck it. Fuck what? it. <laughs> kid's dead. Fuck it. Fuck it. The kid's dead. And then you tell so him like, how to. Why do you, why do you go if there's no child involved? Like I'm all for co-parenting and stuff like that, but why do you go to this house if the child, well, okay. there's no child look, involved? You're not even talking about the film at this point. You're just talking about like I'm talking own about, like this would this it. would not have yeah. happened if it was any other person. Can we well, tell can we tell the audience whether we liked it or not? Give or? me a sec. Well, give me a sec. I have another thing to say about this movie. Was it a yay or nay? <laughs> it was a at first it was a big nay and I texted as soon as I was like this movie is so Caucasian I can't deal. And then at the end it turned into a big yay. Wait, 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 has, what is the threshold for Caucasianness in a I movie? Alien uh, <laughs> hates white people. like a Caucasian no, meter like too many Caucasians, too many Caucasians. No, it the 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 percentage of people that were ethnic were it was diverse, but yeah, it was diverse. I feel like going to your ex wife's 
new ho- home with her new husband that was also your old home to have a dinner party with your it's old really friends. Weird. Like, I feel like Mexican people wouldn't do that. Be like, vamos a chingar so, way. Like, we're not gonna fucking do that. You know? Yeah. Can so I, I think for that's for, a broad stroke for films like this. <laughs> I think, and this is something that sort of annoyed me a little bit about the movie too. And like, so I I don't know if you can qualify it as a horror film, but maybe towards suspense. the end, suspenseful. It was thriller, a psychological thriller. thriller. For, I feel like for horror films to work, and the reason people watch them, and for the why they work essentially is you have to suspend disbelief. So yeah, seriously. But that's to a point, right? Because if you do it too much, then you lose that semblance of realism and then mm-hmm. you lose the audience so in a way I kind of agree the other with you. Caucasian part was they're in a cult <laughs> and that was extremely well, Caucasian the other the, the, in a way I almost kind of agree with you because it's like it's like you know the, the, the movie like those scream movies made fun of these tropes really well when yes. they're like when, remember when the girl's running outside and it's yeah. just like the signs that way is death that way is safety scary and she movie runs, yeah. scary, scary, scary movie, movie sorry yeah. sorry sorry scary yeah. movie yeah so you know, they're making fun of like really funny like tropes in horror films or thrillers or whatnot. And for a film like this too, you kind of bring up a good point in the sense of like, why would he even be going would... to begin with? And right. there's so many points in the movie where you're like, just leave. Like, why yeah. have you not left already? So why basically, are you still here? the premise is yeah. right. So the premise is this man, this guy and his new girlfriend um, are going to a dinner. They were invited, hence the invitation, the invitation. Yeah. to a dinner party that's being hosted by his ex. Wife, I'm assuming and her husband and her new husband, who yes. was actually in Game of Thrones, by the he way. He is, dude. Yeah. Okay, that was Dario. my next point. Is that there's so many celebrity lookalikes. So I thought the guy was Tom Hardy. There's a Judy yeah. Garland lookalike, and there's a Linda Blair, uh, Stevie <laughs> Nicks lookalike that's yeah. also in the movie. So they so they go to the this, and it's set in like the <laughs> Hollywood Hills. I'm assuming it's a very yeah, posh hills, area. Yeah. And uh, there, and they go, and it's like this. You know, it's supposed to be like a very you know yuppie kind of dinner party. They have games planned. Very LA. The wine, yeah, it's very LA, right? Dollar wine. Kind of weird. The wine is flowing. They're all drinking. It's all they're playing awkward adult games. Um, And eventually, things start getting a little bit weird. Weird because the this guy's ex wife and her new now husband are acting a little bit strange. There's a couple of weird guests at the party that they don't know why they're there because mm-hmm. they're not, because they're all right. old friends. Yeah. Everybody there is like except old friends from the past, except for two of them who are the friends of like the new, the new group, new group. And, um, so anyway, yeah. So long story short, like it, you know, eventually devolves into this. There's a lot of fishy stuff going on and, Everyone um, thinks the guy's crazy, that he's being paranoid. Yeah, everybody yeah. thinks the main character, I forget his name. Will. Will. Mm-hmm. Everybody Will. thinks Will is kind of nutty. And, um, but, the, but then, so to your point, they also have this backstory of Will and his ex Eden. Had, a, ha, Eden, yeah, had a child that had died while they were together. Yes. And that was, I guess, the the main reason why they split up and went mm-hmm. their separate ways. Well, because she tried to commit suicide. Yeah. Right. There you go. Yeah. And um, so she was so. unsuccessful and then eventually... He went left off her, and yeah. he left her. She and they separated, and she found herself uh, like lost, searching. You know, she. I mean, your kids died. I think that you have like a mental break, or she did at least. Yeah. You know, and then she. I don't think. I don't think her mental. See, I think she was already mental kind of, all the way through. If, I think, if anything, he was more sane by the point that he walked through the doors than she was. You think so? Yeah, we that's what they say. Yeah. We don't know that, and you don't know that until like. If you until you watch the whole movie, that's just my opinion. I think that she was insane the whole time. Yeah, the way that they kind of rep that cult. Uh, well, we've already kind of spilled the beans that it's a cult. But <laughs> yeah, who cares? We're going all the way through. Yeah, whatever. You can't talk about a movie with not having some spoilers, dude. You can't. Well, I mean, well, I it'd be a, such a boring topic. But babe, I think when we talk about like we're going to talk about a movie, 
we're gonna say like whether we liked it because like yeah. for example that's like two I minutes s- I liked it cool bye no no I say that for example <laughs> I did like the suspense the build up for a horror movie to be I mean yeah, the, you know the monster talk about. the monster at the end I mean really was uh, something see, that I was kind yes. of unsuspecting Beats, and then yes. right there like I mean obviously there's like a cliffhanger you know something whoa yeah. but so the idea that you have to watch it right yeah, yeah you have to watch you it yeah and I, I like um, I thought it was really the music shot really was well too. the music was really good like it has like a really good pace to it like you're I never was bored like you start watching it and you're into it from the very beginning to the end it doesn't lose you anywhere it doesn't I was make you shocked feel at bored. the beginning shocked and there's some things oh, that when sort they of killed the coyote. Yeah, yeah. There's oh. a little scene at the beginning, and I like how the movie throws out stuff like that at you, where you think it's like, oh shit, he's onto something, or something weird happens, and then it turns out no. Because that's it's what okay. a psychological thriller does. Yeah. When you think it's going to jump out at you, it doesn't, and then it fucks you later. You know, that's kind of what we did. I'm curious what kind of production they had, like how what they used, like as far as like equipment is concerned. This movie was because actually at South by Southwest 2015, so indie equipment okay, is great. what they used. <laughs> and you can s- totally see that because I was noticing in some of the shots, you know how like if you watch our TV show, sometimes yeah. when we don't refresh our, our, our um, cameras, we get that one little pixel. Yeah. That one burnt yeah, like pixel hot, and you're like, oh, oh damn it. Hot pixel. Yeah. yeah. It's annoying. There was like <laughs> two or three scenes where that hot pixel really? came out. I yeah. I didn't notice cool. that. I didn't notice yeah. that. And I was like, oh, I was my like, God. Re- I was restringing a guitar when I was yeah, watching I was, it. I was, so, actually <laughs> gra- I was actually grading papers. So. <laughs> I was like, so. oh, bling, yeah. <laughs> bling. <laughs> so that's one thing I've noticed about creative work, too, is only you ever know things when things stand out. I mean, you're the yeah. one who's worked on mm-hmm. it. So oftentimes it's, it's one of those things where just put stuff out there and some of the imperfections more often than not, go yeah. unnoticed because folks just don't know what they're looking for anyway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. They either dig it or they don't. And maybe other professionals might notice it, but, you know, I, other than some sort of real big screw up or a faux pas, perhaps, right. you know, I don't know. Yeah, and I didn't mind it. I just thought it was really head. cool. I was like, okay, yeah, like, we're I pay, not the I only ones that to, like, have that problem. Color and music. And yeah. I noticed this film was all very, it was all very warm colors. Yeah. A lot of reds and It was so dark, dude. And everything was very sultry. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, yeah. They could have all like. I just like to know that, that we're not the it. only yeah. ones. Yeah. That. That ha- are having problems with our gear, you know, like <laughs> <laughs> that makes me feel better. That a movie like that, okay, yeah, cool. it was super low yeah. budget. Like it yeah. was all shot in like a house, and yeah. it's such a really, I I loved it a lot. I thought it's such a really great, effective use of like story and characters. I thought so too. Good music, fucking simple camera angles. Yep. It like flips everything on its yeah. ear because it like kind of even makes you doubt whether Will is telling the truth or not, you know, and you're kind of like, Serious, what? what's yeah. going on? And then the end is just like, shit Yeah, just so off. it has this like kind of crazy, you know, it does have a crazy uh, ending that a lot of people may predict. I mean, let's I kind didn't. Of be honest. I didn't predict the very, very end I, of it. I didn't I predict did that not. at all. Well, not the very last scene, but the way the, the film. Yeah. Kind of ends up yeah. where it's going. I think yeah. for the most part, you kind of see where it's going. It's no. still really good but and exciting very, to see how it happens. But the very, very end, yeah. So uh, maybe we should just uh, screw it. Let's just say spoilers. If you haven't seen this film, we're going to spoil the very, very end of it. Do we, want, do we want to, or do we want to let them watch the very, very end? Well, they just just stop listening at this point. If, they, if they haven't seen it, <laughs> okay. If you haven't seen I it, I feel stop bad because we're going to spoil it for you. Chris. Are you going to watch it, Chris? I just did. So at the end, they had a kid that died. There's a cold, and there's a surprise at the end. <laughs> and a they kill. They hit. kill everybody. Yeah. Oh well, there you go. <laughs> they fucking well, that, kill everybody. Yeah, yeah. yeah they <laughs> do true. kill everyone. It, they do. Everyone Will was dies. right the entire time. Yeah. So right. essentially, yeah, Will was right. It is a cult. So like the. 
so the idea is, right, so it's called the invitation to this dinner party, but as they're hanging out at the dinner party, one of the things that makes it really uncomfortable for the guests, and Will's not the only one, some of the, like, one girl left. Yeah. yeah. One and she that, probably died, too. Yeah, because they, they don't, they don't show yeah. what happened. Yeah. He's, like, he's like, hey, wait up. Yeah. yeah. But the, 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 the real, the, the weird thing about it is that these people are, like, it's like they're in a cult. They even show them, like, a, a film. Yeah. And then everybody starts acting like, well, this is kind of odd. Like, I feel like you're trying to sell us something. And their friends keep saying, no, no, it's, it's, we're sorry. We didn't mean to make you uncomfortable. We're just trying to make sure everybody has a good time. And then they play but that it's so weird, weird. They lock the doors. They, they, don't, the they doors. don't let anybody out kind of thing. They barred all the windows. I don't get the whole yeah. want the whole want conversation because like, yeah, that was a really if you, weird. If you ask for it, it comes true. Or, but why would they but then all he try was to talking. Die? I want to tell you about how I killed my wife. Like there's this one guy who killed his yeah. wife. Oh, he, oh, he starts off, I want to talk to you guys about my wife. Or oh, I want to tell you yeah. about my wife. And then it slowly devolves into him telling you this awful story about uh, how he, he murdered fucking her. Fucking punched her. So hard that she fell, hit her head, and died. Yeah, yeah. That's, but that then he went. But then he went to jail, and he did his time. And then, anyway, so eventually, yeah. So the film kind of goes, I think, where you expect it's going to go to. Mm-hmm. Like you know, it's going to result. I thought for like a second, that. like maybe it's not. Maybe he's just paranoid. Maybe he's the psychopath. For a minute there, you do. You're yeah. like, all right, good. The guy showed up. Troy yeah. shows up. Good. All right. Mm-hmm. You're like, maybe he's oh, yeah. in the clear. That all right, not. cool. And then, but then he starts like knocking the freaking wines out of their hands. Don't drink that. Don't drink that. And then Troy's oh, girlfriend's dead on the floor. Because he saw that video on his on the laptop. Yeah. Yeah, he saw that cult leader's video on the laptop saying like, you know, the yeah, end is like, coming. Why was she so healthy at 30 and she fucking dies all of a sudden? It's like, but wasn't cancer. he right? Wasn't he right yeah. about the wine though? Because yeah. the Korean girl yes, drinks Gina. it. Gina. And she dies. Gina and then she has like, she she starts foaming at the mouth at the mm-hmm. table. And that's um, when shit hits the fan. Yeah. It's a it's a it's a trippy movie. It's a really and then yeah, yeah so basically at that point that's when everything just fucking starts happening super fast. Gets violent, crazy. People start dying, yep. um, and it all kind of ultimately ends up in this last scene, which is the one you're talking about, right? Where at a certain point in the night, the new husband guy, the guy from Game of Thrones, lights this little red lantern in the yep. backyard of their fancy house, and then that's kind—it's kind of a scene where Will's watching him from inside, doing like wondering what the wondering hell he's what doing. he's doing, and then he just kind of okay, well, that was weird. He did that, and then they mm-hmm. sort of forget about it, and then you see it again later at the end of the night when Will is outside with his girlfriend, Kira. Kira, they're and standing there. And, and the lights on. They're, they're looking. This, I like how they focus on just the one light, but their faces look like they're Seen terrified. Yeah. And I'm like, why are they so terrified? And then you hear the this screams, stupid light. Yeah. And the sirens, and you're like, what the fuck? And then they turn the camera. Yeah. And it's all the houses have a red light, and yeah. everyone fucking killed their fucking because guests were, that night. All of those people were part of the same cult. cult. And there's even a line like everyone in Hollywood's doing it. Yeah. He's like, there's thousands yeah. of us. Yeah. People just don't know about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I guess that was the big reveal is at the end, like, they look at the the hill, like, this really pretty vista of, like, a hill with all these houses and mm-hmm. stuff. And then they all have some, they all have similar red lanterns that are all yeah. glowing. So does anyone ever have, uh, so I guess one of the things when it comes to me evaluating how good I think a movie is or isn't, um, so I like to partake uh, from some extracurriculars. Uh, so smoke a bit of bud and watch a movie. And to me, it's like if I like it when I've after I've smoked, then it's a good movie. If I don't like it, <laughs> it's not a good movie. Yeah, because it's one of those things where when I'm when I'm when I've smoked and I'm watching a movie, I look for holes. If anything, I'm more critical of something. Not that I mm. not that I'm the authority on movies and acting at right. all, but it's one of those things you can't help but see Pick through a apart. few layers to it yeah. and kind of piece it apart and just like, man, this is a lame movie or this is stupid <laughs> or, or like or, or some movies like people always disagree with me, but. 
because I watched it stone and I liked it. I think Birdman is a good movie. I've never Pe- seen that one. That's Birdman. the one with, yeah, uh, with uh, Michael, Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton. Yeah. Doesn't core. it have the Blair Witch effect though, where the movie's well, the... It, it, so it's one continuous yeah, shot. Yeah, that's the best thing about oh, it. So, okay. and to be honest, with you, I didn't even notice that till someone told me. Really? I think it's it's a, one of the, yeah, yeah, it's one of the things like I guess I didn't think about it to be honest. And it's the corollary to his real life though, right? Mm-hmm. Being Batman. Yeah, and oh, there yeah. and there and or yeah, the right. Birdman in this case, yeah. but yeah, but there were some layers to it that I thought were pretty interesting, and it and then but there's other movies that I've watched where it's like, ah, oh, this movie's just terrible. Like, um, what was the one where it was, um, it's Ben Affleck and his wife like fakes her own kidnapping. It's uh, gosh, Gone, Gone, Girl. Gone Girl, Gone, uh, no, not Gone Girl. There's another one. Uh, it was with the kidnapping Jersey Girl. No, <laughs> <laughs> gosh, what is Geely? No, there's Geely. it was yeah, it who got, was in it. Ben Affleck and the girl Ro- Rosalind something. I think that's Gone Girl, isn't it? That's not Gone Girl. What's the premise? Maybe it's Gone Girl. Yeah, you're right. With the white girl? Who can Google Gone Girl? The one where she because if you tell if she you like tell, gets kidnapped, it's like or Ro- something. Ro- yeah, it's Rosalind. Something. It was a book. Yeah, it was the one that was a so and then Jillian Flynn. Also, what's his name? Doogie Howser's in it too. Um, yeah, yeah, that's Gone Girl. Yeah, that's Gone Girl. So that movie sucked. So really, you didn't like it? Dude, I liked it so much. No, no, because first of all, first of all, I don't remember all the details. At first, it started off kind of strong and whatnot, but there was one detail, and you don't even have to remember the whole movie to think about this in 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 hindsight. Is Doogie Howser his her ex boyfriend, right? And he kind of like and he kind of. Inserts his oh, li- himself yeah, into yeah, her yeah, life, like after she kind of separates movie. herself from Ben Affleck's character, uh-huh. and she, you know, she she goes to like his fancy house and whatever place, and he's like their rich guy. And but anyway, but the whole movie is is, is shows her how he's got the whole house like wired with cameras and whatnot. Yeah, but then towards the end, there she fakes her own death and raping by him. But that guy had fucking cameras everywhere, so it wouldn't take in much but just a look see at his cameras. Didn't the, she bust him up though? No, that was the only thing they didn't show. That's what made so stupid. It's like, wait a minute, this guy's got everything on video, like. Like, it's obvious that or he didn't kill himself. The only thing I can maybe remember, remember so she gets is away that with it, walks did. into their house all bloodied up, and they have to fucking live their shitty marriage for the rest of the ending of the movie. But uh, <laughs> it's one of those things where it's just like, no, no, no. Any credible yeah, detective. I do remember that he had like his whole cameras everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but I thought she, I thought she, there was a scene of her like taking it down or something. Maybe she may have manipulated it to the point where they couldn't see her doing what she oh, did. Right. But I don't remember that movie was also so Caucasian. <laughs> so Caucasian. <laughs> I never saw it. We well, should have a segment right. called So Caucasian. <laughs> so Caucasian. Yeah. So what's So Caucasian this just, week? Eileen? Just call it. Just call it. So Caucasian. Hates white oh, shut up. What's, what, what's So Caucasian this week? Um, uh, Confederate statues. That's actually segues <laughs> oh, yeah. into our next topic. I was going to say Game of Thrones is pretty Caucasian. So if you've, if you've been under a rock lately, um, I mean, I don't know how to intro this, yeah, but there's white supremacies and white supremacists and Nazis. Are a fucking the problem su- again. The various supremacies. Yeah, which is which and is weird because I thought that was that was not, done. But you know yeah. what? There's good people on both sides. Oh shut up! Uh, both sides. When both are sides, they going to get sides. Trump out of there? When? Dude, you know, like, you know there was an interesting interview that was done with the ghostwriter who wrote his stupid Art of the Deal book back in the '80s or whatever. Have you seen that movie? Oh, the one on the, Netflix. Yeah, no, yeah. It, well, the uh, who did it? It's the fucking. Funny or die people, yeah. right? Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. It's it's. I actually hate Johnny Depp's impression it's, of him. Yeah, it's, it's not awful. good, uh-huh. but uh, it, it is funny though. But um, the guy who his ghostwriter was in, uh, he granted he gave an interview to CNN or something like that, and he predicted that he'll probably resign before the end of the year. I fucking hope so, dude. I don't know though. All man. his cabinet is out, so Steve Bannon's out. Oh, everybody um, but Mike Pence. Pretty much, dude. What, yeah. What blows much. my mind is how he's able to just absorb most of this bullshit. Where if it was any other president, they would catch so much I know. shit by now. Like, and if it was, if this was Barack Obama, and maybe the tables yeah. were flipped, dude, they would have. You know what scares me him. into thinking that he's not going to resign is because, like, 
It's like the Kim Jong-un effect. He's, or maybe actually not so much Kim Jong-un, but maybe like his dad. It's this idea, he's already basically, everybody that would have, obviously the people that are no longer there anymore, he either got rid of them because it wasn't working and he didn't like it, or they left. Yeah. So now he's just going to be surrounded by nothing but fucking sick He's isolated himself. He's isolating himself even further. Yeah. yeah. That, that little presser that he gave at Trump Tower where he fucking went off the rails when it was at the supposed press. To be about infrastructure and he had that little pictograph. Yeah, everybody was other. like, all of his... He took the bait, Everybody dude. was like, he just did that on his own. That wasn't scripted. That's what it's going to be like for now, from now on because anybody that goes into the White House to take over for these vacant jobs is going to be a fucking sycophant. Yeah. And they're going to be like to-the-bone Trumpers and... He's just going to do whatever the what, fuck he what wants. Means, exactly. What I just don't understand is how they can't seem to get his ass to chill out with the tweeting. I mean, it's one of those things where... Because I think that he's just like a megalomaniac. I think that he is so into himself yeah. and such a, like, a man's and man that I'm not going to let anybody no, tell me and, what to and do. And here's the thing, too, is I think... So I have... Res- I mean, d- despite the frustrations with Trump, Trump, I do have respect for the office of the president. And, and I think that it's the hardest job on planet Earth. So my I guess my whole critique on his whole tweeting thing is, aren't you busy, know, bro? Man, aren't you busy, yeah. bro? I mean, I feel like now, like I know that there yeah, is right? a, a big thing about like I don't respect have, like, the, the institution of it, and I feel like I don't really, in, I don't really respect the institution of it anymore because apparently anybody can fucking do it. Yeah, that's right? what's so sad about it, is that we've like diminished it to this the point. The quality where, like, any of it, yeah. Can just do this but, no, but I also do. I guess I'm one of those guys where I'm big into history and kind of, this isn't a new thing. We don't hire a president; we get who the fuck runs for one, and mm-hmm. you know. And I think there's too much money in in in, in, in politics nowadays yeah. where and why the hell are we campaigning for two years like and especially because most like, it, it's like, and most, who's running their job when their campaign like but also too, my, my biggest thing too is they, it, the campaigns last so long and for the vast majority of the campaign up until it's time to actually talk realistic ideas none of them really give any solid platform which means it's just time and yeah. money wasted mm-hmm. talking about absolutely nothing I think like with anything there should be a 30 day 90 day probationary period if you've not executed your 100 day plan by that expiration date then you should get the fuck out <laughs> what, what I'm wondering though is is it really has it okay has it really been so bad before like because you guys just said like you just said right now because um, anybody can be president mm-hmm. but Yes, that's true. However, has anybody been this bad? No, because I feel like maybe there were racist presidents in the past, but they weren't so like upfront about shut? it. Yeah, they knew but, how to be politicians, and he well, doesn't. I, 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 I have to disagree a little bit. I think what's changed so much is not so much that we've never had someone not so bad. It's just we've never had a world where we've been ever so interconnected with each other where... Everyone walking around is basically a journalist with your phone. You can you can okay. Facebook live yeah. and you're we're, we're on live. But I feel like this is the only presidency where Nazis, besides like Franklin Delano Roosevelt, mm-hmm. probably where Nazis are a thing, and he's not condemning them. And it's like you know maybe I'll wait when he when the fucking uh, attacks happened in Barcelona. 24 like seconds before he was condemning Muslims and saying like yeah. no this is bad we're not gonna get it. He took a whole 48 hours before he said kind of that white supremacy is bad and racism is and, bad. And I think too, like I think the whole idea of how we define or not define domestic terrorism, no matter who it is. I mean, this is the most exactly. recent event in, Char- in, in Charlottesville, but the same thing in... Um, There's radicalism within every religion, within Christianity, within Islam, within in, in, any in kind Savannah, of... Savannah, Georgia, not Savannah, Georgia, excuse me. Um, Oklahoma. South, South Carolina, South. it was the... Oh, the, the, with the, the Dylan... Dylan, Dylan Roof. Roof. Yeah. But that no. is... Um, that's Charleston. No, that's Charleston. Oh, yeah. it's Charles Charleston and Charlottesville. Charlottesville. Yeah, Charleston, South it. Carolina, and then Charlottesville, yeah. Virginia. Yeah, yeah, but things like that were just like, or even time when you see like militiamen pull guns up against like federal officers when they want to defend whatever the hell they're on about. Like there mm-hmm. was that one Clive and Bundy guy and his folks and defending their rights over 
their right to graze on what is federal lands and things like that. And wasn't there a song like, this is your land, this is my land? But it's like, dude, like so, you think that you're the, the supreme whatever. You stole this land from the Indians. This doesn't belong to any of us. This belongs to the indigenous people, and we stole it from them. True. And we still haven't fucking, like, we're still trying to push them out. You know, like, I don't know why they think that this, this is, is theirs. Yeah. This is theirs, because it's not. It's not any of our don't, land. I, I don't need I, I, That documentary that they had. The Vice one? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's pretty like, good. That guy was you fucking nutty, him, man. You could hear him saying that. <laughs> he even said, we're going to take shit. our land back. What, what do you it's mean It's not even, land? you stole this land, dude. Yeah. You fucking stole it. And why do you think that you are the superior race? It boggles my mind that people will hate you because of what who you are. So yeah. race aside, okay, let's just take the race question out of the So the whole idea of our land, their land, not just speaking to Native Americans, but even folks, especially around here, we have folks who, well, this used to be Mexico. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, and I'm one of those, yeah. so I'm fourth generation American and... I think that every land border on planet Earth has been disputed by war at one point or another, so I can't act like the whole Mexican American War was something unique to humankind. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. we fought over patches of land throughout our whole history. So, I don't know. I guess the whole, I guess I do think treatment has been terrible, but mm-hmm. I don't know if stolen's always the right word. And that might sound a bit hard to digest a bit. I think that given how any land has ever been conquered or established in any part of the world, with lives and there's always been violence on either yeah. side to establish, I don't want to say supremacy, but there's been a side that fought over something and won. Even yeah. even within yeah. Native American, yeah. uh, absolutely, yeah. tribes have fought exactly. over things before. Totally, too. exactly. But you know? I feel like if I'm on the white supremacist side or the other side of violence, I'm going to be on the people that are fighting oh, against absolutely. it. Absolutely, right? no. I think I think yeah, their yeah, their views. Hate. Their it's views a, are yeah. it's a, there's a big difference between hate and fighting over a piece of land. land. Yeah, because yeah. You know, yeah, there's folks who I think the whole idea of a of supreme race is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think I'm one of those guys where I there are accommodations why anyone in this world can can succeed or not, and a lot of those times, so many of those um, specifications to anyone's life vary. A lot of it yeah. is not always by their own choosing. Sometimes it's just a matter of circumstance. Um, you know, I, I don't. I, I kind of want to bleed into religion a little bit, but I'm not, not going <laughs> to. It's like it's kind of no, like I a, mean, yeah. it's my bleed into that a bit. So perhaps it has a lot to do yeah. with it, man. Yeah. It totally does. I think it's like but, this idea that it's found that they were that this was founded as a quote unquote Christian nation, and yeah. I mean, but, but I mean, I think it's like a lot of lack of I think, education. I think anything and, that feels like it's just, divinely been given, and anyone who thinks yeah. like a god gave them something, I think is a bit delusional yeah. delusional and that yeah. could be i mean and i'm speaking even to other parts of the world where i mean you have the pakistani indian border you have israel and palestine where they're fighting over things yeah. that they've both yeah. been they both in that same place for centuries and they both fought over that same patch of land for years and a lot of the re- exacerbation comes from the emotional ties from their religious beliefs and i'm That's not talking religion from, but right? i think your some, religious beliefs absolutely i think it, i think yeah, what so. sometimes those beliefs can crowd and this can be speak to any religion or anything we feel particularly passionate about cults it doesn't matter to me i feel like i think sometimes we we, we label cults and religions as two different things when i feel like the maybe, same maybe, thing. maybe one's older or newer than the other but they're both drinking the same kool-aid, kool-aid yeah so to speak so um yeah and that's why for me sometimes i think that it clouds our judgment mm-hmm. when more pragmatic ideals might otherwise prevail you know mm-hmm. like I, I i you know i don't Gosh, speaking of Pal- Palestine and Israel, I don't know. But the point is, like, look, that's a tough one, man. That's a it's tough hard. one. It yeah. is. That's a tough I one. Mean, <laughs> yeah, and I, I guess, I yeah, know. it's one of those things. So a I lot guess, of see, because with, with that one, you know, politics bleeds so yeah. has such an ugly part in it that it's hard to like. But a lot, uh, yeah. but a lot anyway, of here, I don't get into that one. A lot of here, come <laughs> back, I guess, go, come back to the states here. Yeah, but yeah just the whole idea of. I you mean, know what? So, I I feel like it's sorry. I don't mean to interrupt. No, no, no. Go ahead. I, I feel like it's like 
and it, this this brings it back around to why Hugh doesn't denounce them the way we expect him to, because we he knows I, I feel like he does know that they're that they're a big part of his voter base, mm-hmm. and that he can't. And when he was elected, a lot of people, especially journalists, that were really shocked by what happened started positing this idea about like this white, what did they call it? Like the white uh, nationalist, white rebel, right, like the white revolution or whatever the fuck they called it. They had like a funny term for it about the, basically all these uh, whites who had been forgotten or whatnot finally like woke up and turned out. They came out. It's like, they're taking the country back. The people that are working in the Ford plants, yeah, people that are like the, the, kind of antiquated that yeah. didn't really catch up with and the rest I feel of the world. Like these people are a part of that group. They're a part of that Why? Why each of them are pissed off and angry. I don't fucking know. But I mean, they, I get each, it. Yeah, like, to flip the coin, though, like we're now the minority, and I feel pissed off and angry. Exactly, and I feel That's compelled exactly to, you know, they, get involved in, in some, politics in some way or another. They feel as though their identity has, has been, been taken ignored. from them yeah. and ignored in this country. So now that they're now they're going to the uh, the, the polar the opposite, alt, right? Exactly. Yeah. And I, w- I was telling, and Aldo keeps saying, like, I hate white people. I hate white people, and I don't <laughs> hate white people. I feel like. Like the same argument that I have with with Muslims, not all of them are intrinsically bad. You of course, there's Muslims? some of them. No, but I'm saying like, of course, some <laughs> of them are radical, and I don't think that those individuals represent all of them. And yeah. I have to practice that there's same lot, thing with you know, white people. With ISIS and with ISIS and a lot of these groups, a lot of like they know they know exactly how to target the kind of young man or, or boy that's been in some way fucked over or has has had they felt disenfranchised yeah, yeah. hey come here and man this we is the your same friendship brotherhood exactly. mm-hmm. we'll find exactly. you a wife we get to yeah. deliver but also too is I think that there's, and this is happening here with these guys I think it's the same thing dude. there yeah. are extremes on Except both they do sides it on the though, internet where I guess <laughs> not defending both sides but there are extremes on either side of the spectrum there are folks like oh I have folks where sometimes they'll I mean, I'm, I'm not a big social media thing, but because Penny Farthing has an Instagram, you see all sorts of stuff. And sometimes I see folks like, oh, get me out of this capitalist hell as they Snapchat it <laughs> on their iPhone with service by AT&T. With hash- you know, it's like, oh, that capitalist hell allowed you to even do that. Yeah. You know? <laughs> know, right? Yeah. So sometimes things like that where there's another layer to it, too, where you can't have it both ways. Bitch about it, but then use the same tools that provided you with it. Yeah. You know? Yep. I think that... I think that it needs to spin back. Like I can't, I can't even believe that the stuff that I learned about in history books as a child is what I am seeing on TV. That's what I was going to say. And Isn't I think it that interesting that having the term "white people" in our conversation is an actual thing. thing. Yeah, I think it's all like, it's all a circle, dude. Like time just spins back and back around. Like I don't think that it moves forward or back. I think it's just on a loop. Things are you know? reciprocal. I do think things are reciprocal. And yeah. I think, and I see it in design and fashion too. And mm-hmm. I think in yeah. nature, yeah. It, it. I mean, think about how many things. I mean, there are. Yeah, I mean, there there are problems that I thought we had extinguished in this country exactly. that have only made them ways back. And there's always something that starts it. And is it always yeah. really ever validated or fair? No, I think that there are folks who. Yeah, and yeah, I, I think, mean, and I think, parenting, parenting, yeah. it's all about parenting. Think, um, yeah. and I think if there's anything that Trump can, we can really say he's responsible for, and this is something a lot of the alt writers have come out and they've is allowing ex- them to be racist. They've basically, yeah, that, that in a way his rhetoric and the way he's so anti PC and everything, his whole spiel is, it's 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 trickled down and it's empowered them now to feel like they now can come out and be like, well, yeah, so our it's president, okay. it's yeah. okay, it's okay, and the whole concept of free speech, I think sometimes people take in the wrong context like the free speech in it, it prevent it, it's what protects you from 
your government coming after you for what you want to say. Yeah. It doesn't protect me from neighbor. calling you an asshole yeah. for your stupid fucking beliefs. You <laughs> yeah, know? Exactly. Like, I mean, that's free speech too. Exactly. Like, with all due it's respect, true. you're an asshole. And you know what? You know what? It's funny. But like, I said with all due respect. It makes me wonder too because Trump, like, okay, so these <laughs> these fascists or whatnot that that were doing their protest that day, they had a permit to do it, right? And that's what Trump said and too. Like, all I know is that one group had a permit yeah. and one group didn't, and, and that also, gives them permission. And it also makes me wonder. What are the standards or regulations that come into play when it when it's when a when a county or whatever is giving permits because they're permitting people to essentially to go spit hate speech, right? Yeah, like, yeah. exactly. What are they? Th- I mean, and and in probably in Charlottesville, it kind of makes you wonder why they even allowed it to happen in the first yeah, place. Yeah, probably in Charlottesville, they're like, well, like that's what I want too, and they like stand. So they, the, the, the mayor of Boston <laughs> and, the, and the governor of Massachusetts over this past weekend because they had those dueling marches in Boston that fortunately yeah. didn't turn into anything right. terrible. Yeah, but one of the things they talked about was. When it comes to can they stop him from doing it? No, because it still is free speech. It's hate speech, but it's free speech. The one thing they can do to truncate it, if they feel that it would be otherwise a tribute to violence. But they doesn't can't it incite stop. violence and stuff like well, that? It's, it's 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 like inciting a riot. And that's the thing, violence? too, is it, it, it's one of those things where because it could doesn't mean I can't let you still yeah, try. That's true. Yeah. You know, yeah, because that's it still happened. couldn't, you know? So it's one of those things where yeah. they kind of have to follow the law, too. As hard as it is to yeah. swallow when you know it's shit you do what you wouldn't otherwise support, mm-hmm. it's one of those. I can't. Yeah, not, I can't say no. You, as a government official, it's yeah, still that, within their rights to be a dick. That's true. You know? yeah. Yeah. That happened so. in a Texas university or something. It was like called like white. Yeah, like white lives matter or something like that. And they were like, "No, it's going to incite violence. You guys can't do it." So yeah, that so it can happen. But yeah, they have to have enough yeah. motivation and, and basis to, to to have that view and say that it's probably not a good idea to have this event at all. And yeah. the reason this whole entire thing is happening is because they were trying to take down Confederate monuments, uh, specifically in Charlottesville, being Robert E. Lee. And so if you don't yeah. know who Robert E. Lee is, um, he was a slave owner and an advocate for the Confederacy. Although so. there are some alt-right uh, white nationalists that will argue with you and say that he never had slaves. They were just... His servants, <laughs> his servants. That of course. He, I mean, how does, I'm how sure he whatever. treated him real well. So, yeah. <laughs> how does everybody feel about the whole this whole movement that's been going on? Get him out. Feel like you get him out. What? What for? We have history books. Like I said, I'm telling Chris <laughs> earlier, we don't have statues of Adolf Hitler sprinkled all over Europe well, to remind us about World yeah. War II. And if anything, true, yeah. if we Europe had is, if we had those statues, it would be as a cautionary tale, you know, well, to like they, not they, have that they, happen again, not to support yeah, what happened. There's a place for it. A museum. Yeah, not and in fucking plain sight. That's and these exactly are cities where, these where they're predominantly African-American. So to see that as an African-American is insulting. It's like, you know this is my so town. And you know what's so funny is so many of these statues, too, were put up during like the Jim Crow era. These were yeah. not the statues that were fucking erected during the war. Yeah. Man. These are statues right. that were put up... Later. Later. <laughs> later. Like even early 20th century later, like yeah. almost... 80, 60 years yeah, later. It does seem like it's one of those things where there are things in our past that though are part of a past yeah. are things that we can move on from. And I yeah. think that, yeah, certainly, I mean, is all of that a part of our U.S. history? Absolutely. We can't change the past and, and there are aspects of it that are, are that are certainly shameful. Mm-hmm. Um, there are folks, too, who will feel like, well, that wasn't my past. And, and they're not wrong. I mean, none of us are responsible for the sins of our of, of our, not our forefathers, but of those before us yeah. in this country, you know? And um, it's it's... You know, it's 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 a slippery slope. I I certainly do think that those sorts of symbol symbols and symbolism certainly don't belong in public squares because I do think that public spaces represent true, the, yeah. the, the, the public community. Spaces, man. The yeah, community. yeah, I feel like yeah. any public space, whether it's a park, whether it's a Capitol building, uh, anything that's in, yeah. that that is mm-hmm. meant to be for the greater folk at large. I think some of those, like they're having the same conversation. There's a mountain in Tennessee that has a Civil War monument carved into it, the same way you see like Mount Rushmore, like that, but in Tennessee. 
Hmm. And uh, it was clean, clean, it took about thirty or forty years to complete. And I guess from from a gr- art, artist standpoint, it, it is a beautiful piece. But what it symbolizes is something that's terrible. So it's one of yeah. those. It's it's that double edged sword where it, I I can admire the beauty and the artistry, but it doesn't but represent. Also, us. But also think about yeah. it and what it what they drew and what they put. And that doesn't knock the artist. The artist was just hard to do a job. Yeah, yeah. but it doesn't represent who we are anymore. And I think that yeah, being past and there's that's okay. and it, it reminds me a lot of this story that's it's so in in Ukraine, right? Like Ukraine was a f- part of the former Soviet Union, and. After the Soviet Union had dissolved during Ukraine, Ukraine was one of the most like Soviet. I'm gonna. I don't know how to say it correctly, but they were the one of the most like Sovietized parts of their. <laughs> <laughs> they were very the Soviet. They were Union, very Soviet. The Soviet Union put a lot of work into Ukraine in terms of they renamed fucking cities, streets, monuments, like you name it, dude. They went in and fucking completely changed their overhauled, identity, yeah. overhauled it. When they when it dissolved. And Ukraine separated and established themselves once again as a separate country. They, they, I mean, a lot of countries, like in Germany, even as an example, it's you know, it's completely illegal to to showcase any kind of Nazi symbols, anything of that nature. Ukraine did a similar thing with the Soviet Union. They enacted public laws or like nationwide laws that said every fucking city, town, municipality, Soviet shit coming down, renaming it. Mm -hmm. Cities got renamed. Statues of Lenin got torn down. And most of it was led by, like, the younger generation, like our generation, and maybe, like, slightly older. But there's a lot of backlash, too, from the older generation that are saying, right. well, you're erasing our history. There's history books, dude. Yeah, but it, it's, it's interesting as this isn't, you know, this isn't unique to just us here. Get, get yeah, rid of it. Same thing with uh, Mount Rushmore, actually. There's, like, uh, the people in the, the Black Hills, the, the Native Americans there, they were like, okay, so they were going to build it, and they were going to do uh, some chief... Somebody else and some other like so it's supposed to be like like uh, white folks and like Native Americans like put together. But then the artist was like, "Well, if I'm the one that's gonna make it, I'm gonna put people that I think is should go up there." Yeah. So that's why they put like because apparently all that all those presidents that are up there are supposed to be like a big slap in the face to Native Americans. Mm. Was it George Washington, Abraham Lincoln, uh, Theodore Roosevelt, and John Adams? I don't know. I don't know. Well, it's a big smack in the face to uh, all these Native Americans. Each one of those presidents had something to do uh, with uh, bringing down their numbers or maybe uh, shrinking that patch of land that they had. Yeah. You know. So, so that's what it is. It's all, and then people there, the Native Americans there in the Black Hills are like, dude, fuck that. <laughs> and then eyesore, get rid of it. Trump's making this whole thing that like, what's next? Thomas Jefferson, George Washington. Like, I feel like that's such an extreme. I remember when I made the oh, comparison yeah. is like robbing a bank is as uh, doing fireworks in a mall. I feel like that's the extreme. <laughs> that's extreme, dude. Like, we're not going to fucking get rid of... Thomas Jefferson had yeah. a, I mean, a wife uh, who was African-American and supposedly had a, you know, love child with that yeah, woman. Yeah, like, love childs, yeah. I mean, I don't think... I mean... So what do we love about America? Because let's, let's, let's talk about all the good things. We talk about I a mean, lot of bad things. Right but now? But that, that's why we're all angry because there's so much good to worry about. I don't too. care if we have statues at all. I mean, why? Who gives a fuck? Take them all down at George Washington. Thank who you. Cares? Take all the statues Take down. Take them all down, Put them in right? museums, yeah. like JB said. Why do they got to be in places that we all can see? You know that half the the yeah. shit that's here in in the United States is going to be turned into some car park or some fucking like Starbucks or something. Yeah, we shit. should. What we should be <laughs> doing is matter. erecting statues to our real monuments: Snapchat, <laughs> Instagram. Yeah, why don't we the Kardashians? <laughs> why don't we Why don't we put up some more golden archways? You know, I tell my real royalty. I tell my students all the time: the one thing that's going to kill America it's not fucking pollution. It's not anything. It's fucking corporate America, dude. Get deal with it. And I Timmy. talk to Mike. Put up a statue of Monsanto. Timmy. <laughs> Let's put I'm, up a statue of Timmy the monkey from Think Geek. What do I love about America? You know, America used to be my, uh, 4th of July used to be my favorite holiday. I used to be so American, and now I can't think of a single thing that I like. 
Because America does not represent me as a human being. I think, I, think, I think everything you are as a human being is because of America. We are everything I everything I am is wait everything I'm not is making everything I am. Did I say that right. Yeah. I really every, love <laughs> what we are able to do. Uh, every other you week. You know what? I'm a woman, so there's a, something called a wage gap. Let's, they're you know coming after my birth control. They're what? coming after... Hey, speaking of birth control, oh my God, I just... Have you have seen the I new, don't want to talk about that. Dude, that is so trippy. The I just rape saw insurance? The, no. Oh my Talking God. about rape no. insurance? No, no oh, this yeah. is one thing I love about America. All right? No, I just saw this new commercial today for a new form of birth control for women. It's a little implant. Nexplanon. It's their, been around since like dude, for five well, years excuse ago. Excuse me, I don't. Oh my god, I, Nexplanon okay. is actually really bad for you because your body can have a reaction to it, and then they have to go in there and fucking yeah, pull my, it out. Yeah, my my question is like, does that thing really stay in there for yeah, what, like it stays seven in, years it, above it's, your elbow, it's in like your right in yeah. your upper arm? Did you know like that they were bicep? testing one for men, but they put it in your area, like the they cleaner? inject this like stuff, <laughs> and it kind of breaks up the DNA as you. What spooge? Yeah. <laughs> so what? It, what they do? They is this testing. what you love about America? Too? No, this is actually being tested in Australia, uh, not in America. Oh, in fact, it was banned. Is, is it being tested down under? Yeah, that's exactly. Sick. That was the exact headline Sick. that I read. Layup. Yes. <laughs> so what they do is they inject this like silicone stuff in your testicles, and what it does. Is it breaks up the DNA in your sperm, and uh, it lasts for ten years. So you are well. There's some copper IUDs that last for ten years. Yeah. So you're basically circumcising yourself. I'm not circumcising. No, I'm I was like, sorry, what? Um, you're cutting off your own foreskin. Oh my <laughs> God. You're sterilizing yourself. He's castrating. Getting, oh getting a, a vasectomy uh, for just but a short period of time. It's not like your whole life. Yeah. So like, what they were trying to do is like trying to keep. Um, teen pregnancy low and that was the idea so they would like optional for your child within your insurance you got get paid for uh this kind of like 10 year vasectomy type of thing and you could take your kid and get them injected and they couldn't have kids for 10 years and once weird. that mark That's not weird reaches, women do the same thing yeah so women do the same thing it's all weird so anyway by the time they're like 20 or 21 years old then they can have kids and now and then it's okay they're just trying to curb the whole teen pregnancy thing mm. but that was in australia and they were trying to get it like approved for like worldwide distribution but then i never read anything about it ever again so one thing that i think this country does a terrible job of is the whole conversation about sex and sex education and mm-hmm. i think a lot of our obnoxious laws when it comes to women's health stem from that lack of having wanted to have that conversation. Right. Yeah. And I think that the that's embarrassment, that, the shame. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's the biggest thing. It's like, especially folks who, who can be particularly, um, religious, religious prudes. When it comes, prudes. Yeah. But some of it is also where I think sometimes they, they let their personal beliefs cloud some, Health realities when it like comes to like scientific data. Yeah, almost, like it's one of the things where it's like, like, look, you <laughs> yeah. mean, you mean teenagers? Fuck what? what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. They, they do. So, so best give them some some advice, perhaps some some awareness about what they can do to both do their thing, but do it so they safely, you know, safely, and safe, safely, both for obvious reasons, but also too, so they they can become parents later in life when they're probably more equipped to do so. Mm-hmm. You know, and then that's one of those things where it just it sometimes I think is ridiculous is the fact that the whole idea about, well, I don't want my, my school teaching my son or daughter about sex. Like, well, you're not going to do it. Exactly. Because exactly <laughs> yeah. right. They don't want to talk. Well, I don't want to talk to my son or daughter about, you know, it's like, yeah. 
anything they should be happy they have a scapegoat like thank yeah. you for doing this so i don't have to exactly like yeah. Let, yeah. let it let it happen in a health class where we can get our giggles out of the way and in fucking yeah. you know what i feel like the majority of people that do protest about that are they tend to be of the religious variety yeah, yeah. they're fucking and the ridiculous they're, and they're the ones that are like well you can't step on a cold floor because you're gonna get sick yeah. with bare feet <laughs> sometimes gonna, with my grandmother yeah that's exactly but that's exactly <laughs> what i'm talking about is that same thing is they're the ones that are like you can't go outside with wet hair because you're going to get sick. Yeah. Uh, you can't eat that because you're going to get sick. It, it's, it's, and that, that, it's not just sickness. It's just like, I don't know. I, I see all these little things like, oh, you should put this oil on and it'll make you feel better. Be, like, you'll be energetic. And I'm like, okay, oils and organics and blah, 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 blah. Great. You know what's going to make me feel better? Sex. It's yes, <laughs> no. But going to a doctor, oh, wait, and, no? going to a doctor and saying, "Hey, you know what? This is ailing me. Like I'm feeling like fucked up right now. Can you fix me?" And then he'll say, "This is what you need to do." And that's who I'm going to put my trust in. I'm not going to put my trust in a person yeah. that says, "Hey, you know what? You should try this thing that I saw on this website from Facebook that's... and blah 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 blah." No, fuck that. I want to talk to a professional who's going to tell me, "Hey, look." You yeah, there's so much are like sick. anti like science rhetoric. Yes. And that, no, yeah, that's fear big, of that, it, and I'm, I'm a big I'm a big proponent for that. Folks who just seem to just deny facts. Yeah, like, like yeah. Just you, you're bringing your feelings man. to your fact fights over here, and it's just like yeah, there's no way around a truism. Like I didn't I didn't make this shit up either. It's fucking facts. Yeah. <laughs> like, they yeah. they they mm-hmm. researched it to hell, and, yeah, it's and like, now it's, it's, like, a it's fact. like it's like the, it's like the global warming thing, man. Yes. Like Fucking Al yes. Gore. Al Gore even had to go and make a fucking sequel to that movie. Yeah, twice. <laughs> which is out now, by the way. An inconvenient sequel, because none of you motherfuckers are listening. And like, But people still deny like climate change and stuff. And it's like, uh, what, like 95% of all climate scientists in the world agree? I feel like they're just severely uneducated. Same... Like, it's the same people that didn't go to college. They don't do their, keep up and with so, their reading. And those people so, that didn't go to college and don't have an education vote. are running this goddamn country. <laughs> <laughs> ones that vote. So, yeah, okay, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a step back here. I don't know if I think sometimes I don't know if it's always education level that attributes to that. Like I said, I'm going. I think going back to the whole parenting thing, but also too, I think it's proximity yeah. to the to to the most vulnerable areas. Most of us don't live on the parts of the planet that. Yeah, one, I think it's totally oceans rise, socioeconomic they, for sure. So, but also too, yeah. there's folks who just live in parts of the world where there are particularly low lying. Where yes, as the sea as the sea levels rise, they will certainly see their quality of life and their way of life disappear. But I think that sometimes, too, as Americans and, uh, and even other Western countries, folks who have the, the, the re, you know, we have the, t- you know, it's kind of like folks who denied smoking causes cancer, you know, right. for the longest yeah. time. And now yeah. I think I think it's a pretty well-established reason that if you smoke, much, yeah. you know, it says it on the box. things can happen. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not, does that Because <laughs> yeah. there's also, you always hear stories where someone smokes their 90 and yeah. lives with their 90 folks who doesn't smoke a day and dies of day. lung cancer. Yeah. So. So, so also that, too, um, and, and like you were saying, the... Uh, Damn it! I lost my train of thought. It was going on what you were saying um, with uh, the whole cancer thing, and like, okay, anybody can get cancer from just about anything. anything. And I think that one of those things, like, you know, when people were dying very young, uh, way back in the day, I think that cancers always existed. I think that people, the scientists, think that cancer is kind of fairly a new thing, and this is just my opinion. But I think. It, we just didn't know what cancer was, was. back yeah. then. Yeah, Science. it's like with we, mental illness. You didn't know what it was. So you just labeled them crazy and threw them in a fucking insane So that's, that's what things, that's actually one of the things I was thinking about when it comes to human history. You hear about all those witch burnings or things like yeah. that or people yeah. that thought were possessed. I think it was just folks with mental health problems yeah. that were yep. just particularly severe. The same way we, we, we yeah. can meet places and someone has got something that is particularly pronounced. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, but yeah, I think 
because of the lack of education and recognition of uh, of an underlying other issue, you don't where know. folks view it as like, oh, yeah. this guy's got the devil inside of him. No, <laughs> yeah, no, he's fine. Yeah. He's just got. A he's few bipolar. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. So on that yeah. note, I think we're like at an hour and a half or something. Oh. Two hours. Are we at two hours? Well, that's yes. no, no. That's oh. only because uh, we we took a break. Oh, so. I was like, oh my god, we're we actually for at two an hours? hour right now okay. for this segment. Okay, cool. So let's. So, yeah. so, oh, for this segment was an hour. No, for yeah. For, oh, okay. I was like, because we, yeah. we did the we did a, a we solid did a, half hour. Vibes, so it's yeah. like a good. No, half. I thought like this yeah. one topic was an hour. I'm sorry. Yes. Okay, so <laughs> so we're well, gonna um, wrap it up. If you want to join the conversation, did you want to say something? Did you want to say Hold something? Hold on. Hold on. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just real quick before you do your thing. So we're just going to start announcing them now. So for next week. Oh, yes. We're going to have the yeah, topics a week yeah. before now. So that way you well, can. Well, no, movie. The movie before. Okay. So yeah. go ahead and do the movie. Yeah. So next week. And this is new one that's coming out. I two believe weeks. it's a, in two weeks. Sorry. Two weeks. Um, it's a Netflix uh, production as well starring uh, Numi Rapaz, Willem Dafoe, and Glenn Close. Okay. Um, and it's called What Happened to Monday. And it's Numi Rapaz. She plays like five or no, like seven different characters. Okay. Um, it's called What Happened to Monday. We're going to talk about that one in, in two, two weeks. weeks. Yeah, so you have yeah. two weeks yeah. to watch What Happened to Monday. And you can join us in on the and conversation. you can listen to yes. it and we can spoil everything because we don't You've have to worry about it. Because if you haven't seen it yet, well then... Yeah. It's your yeah. fault. Cool. There you go. Now you can watch with us. I, I, I will be. I'll be prepared. Yeah. yeah. So what gonna, happened to Monday on movie, Netflix? They're two, always on Netflix. Two weeks before what happened to Monday, and then a week before we'll just we'll outline the uh, conversation topics so you guys can see what we're talking about, and then join in a week later um, on Facebook Live and stuff. So if you haven't already subscribed to the podcast, it's on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. Not just an El Paso Show podcast. Um, you can always catch us live at, in action when we're doing it on the Facebook Live. On and the Facebook. I know it's an antiquated technology now but uh, you know you can always see what we're doing on there and follow us on Instagram follow us on, Instagram. Follow us on Facebook follow us on Twitter you go to Think Geek tell and them we sent you and thank you Chris for, for joining us yeah, today. Oh, hey, thank you thank guys for letting me yeah, hang about I know Chris plug. Festival, but hey how can people yeah. find you plug away so hey Penny Farthing Design you can find me on Instagram at Penny Farthing Design and of course Penny Design.com Chris Ferreira sole proprietor graphic designer extraordinaire woo I think yeah uh, hey. uh, Yeah. anyway you guys yeah. El Paso proud happy to do whatever I can to keep showcasing the best the city has to offer woo hoo 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 we'll see you in two weeks y'all peace I never wanted her